Hey everyone, it's me, producer Marvin. This final episode of the Korean Drama Podcast Season 2 was brought to you by HBO. The finalist for the 2020 HBO APA Visionary Short Film Competition has just been announced. HBO Visionaries will be celebrating its fourth class of emerging Asian and Pacific Islander American filmmakers on Friday, September 25th during the virtual Los Angeles Asian Pacific Film Festival. Tune in at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern by going to www.hbovisionaries.com to meet this year's visionaries, watch their films, and see some familiar faces. On the website, you can also find more information about the program and official rules if you're interested in the opportunity to participate in the 2021 HPO APA Visionaries competition and get your short film considered for HPO and HPO Max. Again, don't miss your chance to meet this year's HBO APA Visionaries by going to www.hblvisionaries.com on Friday, September 25th at 5 p.m. Pacific and 8 p.m. Eastern. All three APA Visionary 2020 shorts will also be available to stream on HBO Max on Tuesday, September 29th. And now on to the show. You're listening to Whoa! Welcome back to the Korean Drama Podcast. You thought we were done, but no, it never ends. We've still got some eggs to fry here. Mm -hmm. Is that a saying? Do we know that? Some hash browns to flip. Ooh. Some bagels to toast. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're going to let them get real good and crispy. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we our... like a texture difference between the cream cheese and the bread. That's, That's right. right. And we really want to have to chew on it. We really just want to. I was going to try and make a chewing noise. But it seemed really, it was going to be unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess this is our epilogue episode, mm-hmm. our recap. Uh, Steve, that's me. Uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, that was, you were uh, like, Steve, where are you? Where are you? I don't know. Steve? I'm here. I think I'm here. Uh, we've all had a little, uh, a few weeks hiatus since our last episode on unbeknownst to you who may be listening. You might be thinking we're just doing this back to back every week, but actually we pre-record ahead of time. So that's why, unfortunately, we can't really always respond uh, to some of y'all in a timely manner. But um, yeah, we've had this, we've had some time to like kind of th- uh, sit on it, think on it. Um, Kim and Kathy, like uh, you guys have different perspectives and backgrounds from how you were approaching this, you know, probably maybe your first experience in a Korean drama. Like, how, how did you guys feel? Hmm. I guess because so my only like touch point for something like this is like an American soap opera. So I guess I expected it to be like much more dramatic than it was, but like a lot of it was not like (laughs) a lot of it was just kind of like day in the life of these people. Mm -hmm. That was surprising to me. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I had seen, um, I don't know, like half of, or, three-fourths of another Korean drama before that was very different than this. It was like there was a lot going on all the time and there was like more suspense. It was similar in some ways, like in like the love triangle way, like that kind of thing. But like in terms of like the pacing, it was just like a lot. There was a lot more going on. So I was very thrown by um, how little (laughs) went on for so long and how Mm -hmm. like as we have talked about like many times that 
many seeds would be planted and I'd be like, okay, like I should be paying attention to this. And then like it was ultimately where you at, Champagne Frank, you know, like what? Champagne Frank. We miss you. We miss you. Kim's had some some of the Champagne Frank juice. (laughs) I had some of the Champagne Frank champagne and I'm just like, we needed some more of it. Mm Mm-hmm. You have to expect them to just materialize. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks to the magic. Well, here's the thing. Um, K-drama is such a broad term to describe or encompass all sorts of different genres, right? Mm. Like, it's kind of like the equivalent of saying, do you like American movies? Well, what do you mean? What kind of movies? Like comedy, thriller, suspense? Mm. You know, there's so many mm. types, right? Kind of like K-pop. It's like, it's called pop, but actually, like K-pop, kind of just encompasses any music that's Korean. But there's like so many genres. There's like R and B, and you have your pop. You have like rock, grunge. Actually, I'd like to hear some Korean grunge. I don't know what that sounds like. <laughs> so, would the subgenre of Secret Garden be like boring? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, uh, that was mostly a joke. Sorry, that was a trolley <laughs> joke. Or a con. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Kathy. <laughs> I didn't expect you guys to take it so seriously, and then I immediately felt guilty. I was like, there's some good points. There's no, no, I, you know. What's no, the no. genre called boring? I mean, in many ways, I think so. <laughs> that might be why they had to call it Secret Garden, to like keep you on your toes. Like, But people really this. like this show, and I yeah. really don't I, understand. Do you think 10 years ago, you would have enjoyed it more? No. I had even a worse attention span then. <laughs> you had a worse attention span? My attention span was so good 10 years ago. Now I can't look up for five minutes. Actually, that's a good point, too, because I am addicted to my phone. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think I think that, like, yeah, I think that now, I think now because, um, because there's so much TV and stuff on that, like, I'm like, oh, if I can't get into a show, like, and we've talked about this many times, it's like, oh, if I couldn't have gotten into Secret Garden and we weren't doing this, like, I probably would have just moved on. Yeah. 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 I, I think also I would argue that shows and movies have, at, to some extent, uh, gotten a lot more, like, deeper and, like, more richer in, in how they portray people and situations and stuff like that, even if they are like dealing with a fantastical stuff mm-hmm. that it feels like secret garden feels a little bit outdated in, in like the believability and like how we're supposed to just buy things that these characters might do. That feels kind of like off and like strange and, you know, um, I mean, I found it fundamentally morally questionable on several occasions. And I think yeah. that, that really uh, made it also difficult to uh, get on get on board with, uh, especially like Richie Ridge, for example. I was like, I can't get on board with this guy. I couldn't get on board with him almost from jump. Like, And then I just didn't, I, I didn't have any attachment to him. I didn't care whether or not, you know, uh, he and Grunge got it together. Yeah. The stakes weren't there for me. Hmm. Yeah, I just I can see myself 10 years ago, if I'm being totally fair with myself, I probably wouldn't have like acknowledged how problematic their relationship Mm, was and might have found that romantic. But I just don't know if I would have stayed tuned through like the lawyer talk and the marketing meetings and stuff like that. Like, what? Yeah. 
I mean, I most frequently compare it to Gossip Girl, which was a show from this era, an American show from this era that I was very into. I guess, but I wasn't into it until for a few years later. But but yeah, I mean, regardless, like that that also had like some moments that were like looking back on it or like, oh, that was not great. But in the time, you're like, oh, this is so romantic, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know. But that show had like more going on. There was like bigger drama. There was like more happening. Yeah, it's kind of baffling. It's like th- this was I was trying to do some research on this and it's like not only do we know on the Internet, there's a lot of people who love this show. But then I think even the people who love it acknowledge like, man, some of the stuff didn't make sense. Like the relationship dynamic between grunge and, and Richie Rich is like kind of like, oh, I don't know. But then they just kind of just accept it because they're in love with the uh, Hyunbin, the actor or whatever. Mm. You know, so it's kind of like, oh, right. okay, you know, there's some of that going on. I mean, if we if we were to give constructive criticism that, of course, always starts with the positive. <laughs> I mean, I would say the body switching was very fun. Um, the side characters were also very fun, but mm-hmm. a little out of place in terms of like the acting styles. You know, I'm thinking yeah. specifically of the henchmen and director. Secretary Kim and director Secretary Park. Kim, director yeah. Park, Park the Narc. They were all like kind of so like. Commedia dell'arte, like yeah, yeah, big, yeah. you know. Whereas, whereas everyone else was playing it pretty real, um, and of course, Oscar and Fun da 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 done the final one. <laughs> oh, wow, God, we have wow. to we standing have ovation, to. standing oh, ovation. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank that you. was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> I mean, you know, the eye candy was um, glistening, and I for one, was very happy about that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I guess, I guess especially uh, both of you, well, all of us really in America being exposed to a lot more American Western programming, like, did it feel, I don't know why this, this is turning into like an intellectual thing. Oh my God. <laughs> we can be um, intellectual too, oh, wait, 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 yeah, we can be, okay, okay, okay. You're right. We're not um, just people who watch K-dramas. We can be intellectual. I know. It's like critical, critical thinking here. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I was about to ask you, uh, cause I find myself feeling this way, but I don't know if this is the same for you, but when I see these like people kind of like allowed to these Asian faces be allowed to be themselves, I feel like a certain kind of like, oh, it's kind of like a, a kind of joy almost. It's like, oh yeah, like, yeah, that's all about these guys and they're not some sort of stupid one-off character or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I found it very interesting um, to get personal here. Um, I found it very interesting because um, personally in my life, a lot of people have uh, white people, Korean people, Asian people, non-white people, non-Korean people have said to me that they don't think that I look Korean. And I didn't really like uh, and then like after a while, you're like, okay, I guess like I don't look like what a Korean person looks like, you know, and because I've had such a limited um, I've had a lot of limited access to what Korean people look like just because I grew up in Iowa and like, um, you know, that kind of thing. And the obviously American uh, movies and TV are what they are. Um, I was like, oh, I guess I just don't look like a Korean person or or whatever. I don't look like what you're supposed to look like. And it was very refreshing to me to watch this and see that, like, there's such a variance in what a, quote, Korean person looks like. And even if I didn't see somebody that looked exactly like me, um, 
it, it was like it did make me feel better. Like especially like Secretary Kim, I was like he looks very different than what like I've thought of like a Korean a quote Korean person to look like because I think of a Korean person as like what Hyunbin looks like or what um, the actor that plays Grunge Princess looks like, and I don't think of it as anything mm. really deviant from that. Um, and that includes what I look like, and so in that way, it was really nice and and uh, affirming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Kim, I I think there's like a very easy way to look more Korean, and that is a very specific wave tool. Which that is we so have, true, but we don't know which one it is. So we don't I, know which one it is. Ugh, and I do like reviews. don't know how to use it. Mm. I would have to call Hottie. Hot, you would simply to... must. You, I would just have to call him. You There's know? no other option, and I would have to be there with you. I don't. Oh my god, <laughs> yes, because you could bring the wave tool. I could bring it. I and then bring I would that. bring the hair. Mm-hmm. And Steve, is you could bring also... the phone. Yeah, Steve could bring the phone. I think we just need to go to Hottie's department store that he's managing. You know, last we heard, and ask him directly for the wave tool that he used. He might just have it on sale. Maybe. I mean, a sale would be great. Unless it's a Christmas sale, because then it will never happen. Oh, my <laughs> God. Shall we talk about the many um, grievances that we oh have? Oh, God. Wait, did yes. we even talk about the things that we liked about it? I think we did as much as we could. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it one more thing. I, I I found myself just secretly hoping for more Oscar John Mayer scenes. Mm. Oh, I that, love him. Yeah. Great. He was my favorite, I think, in so this whole sweet. series. So sweet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like naturally his... funny, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that actor. Oh, my favorite part is when he laughs is when he's like being like Oscar the pop star and he's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and and oh, as I exaggerated as he played the role uh, or as exaggerated as Oscar seems, I'd kind of say that it feels in a strange way, uh, kind of realistic to how um, Koreans sometimes may behave um, Mm. in a social setting, in any given social setting, when it comes to like the loud, boisterous laughing and Mm -hmm. ha ha ha. Like, I feel like I know plenty of uncles and relatives who do that to each other and and whatever I've seen in public, whatever. Like, there's a certain kind of attitude and... uh, uh, just kind of vibe that I feel like is, I would, I might dare say, is kind of very Korean. Mm. Everyone else, I don't know. It's kind of like everyone's kind of weird. But Oscar, I feel like, is the kind of like a, a good kind of angle at how a Korean person might be. You know, mm. like one type mm. of Korean person. It's like it feels very kind of like believable, even though he was so funny and strange at times too. Well, Koreans are the number one in performative laughter, so. (laughs) Yes, number one. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for that. Wow, that was that was like a callback from Mm. our first episode. Wow, deep a deep cut, and we love it. Uh, Kathy cuts. You gotta bring it back. Incredible. Um, Yeah, but there was there was a lot that they didn't pick up on. Um, smaller things like the Christmas sale and the hotel <laughs> and is Richie still the CEO? It's like, so did the meeting ever happen or did they just call people? What happened to the stocks? Yeah. To like characters. What happened to the stocks? Yeah. yeah. Characters really disappeared. So much unresolved. Yeah. Oh man. 
Yeah, I really don't like this. Like what Steve, what you said, the kind of writing style is uh, of like writing it and responding to like writing it based on what people do or do not want to see. I was really not a fan of that. Um, it kind of ends up like Game of Thrones, right? Kind of like yeah. it, it kind of starts to lose its original. Is that what happened with Game of Thrones? Is that they were like being responsive to like um, like fan comments and stuff, and that's how it got derailed? I didn't watch Game of Thrones. I don't. I don't think that was their intention. Um, but I can't imagine it must be impossible not to like avoid fan of reactions course, when of your course, show is that big. That and also, I think it was also more on the showrunners. We're talking about Game of Thrones now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a Game of Thrones yeah, we, criticism yeah, yeah. podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. now. It's a but it's a hybrid. Yeah, give us a show you love, and we'll tear it to pieces. Yeah, and I've yeah. never even seen Game of Thrones, <laughs> but I've got a lot of opinions. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, the showrunners for that show kind of like did what they wanted to do. They wanted to kind of mm. put an end to it and be like, all right, let's just. We're done with this show. Let's move on with our lives. You know, that's how it felt and how it came out, I think. I kind of felt that way, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But that's interesting because, like, Game of Thrones was a multi-season show and this is just a one-season show. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so, like, I give Game of Thrones a lot more slack um, than I give Secret Garden. Mm. Yeah. Well, with all that was wrong with it, Kim, what was the final verdict from Mr. Cooper? Oh, my gosh. Um, Yes. So my dad, as we all know, um, he watched alongside of us. And I I think that he he I think that he got a lot out of it. He I was talking to him and um, he said that we picked up on a lot of things. Dad, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. Um, He said that we picked up on a lot of things that he hadn't picked up on. um, And he was like, maybe I should watch it again. And I was like, Dad, please don't do that to yourself. Like, please, like, I care about you too much (laughs) to let you waste another 20 hours of your life watching this. Oh, my God. Um, So uh, I I think that he I think that he enjoyed our commentary of it. Mm. Dad, if you disagree, call into the show. Salute to Mr. Cooper, man. Mr. Um, Cooper. Yes. Willing to rewatch it. Seventy year old white guy in Iowa. Willing to rewatch it. Uh, so if you're not willing work. to if you, the rest of you aren't willing to rewatch it, you're not as committed as my dad is. No. No, definitely not. Oh, Maybe man. that was the problem though, because Mr. Cooper approached the show with such joy and like openness and like willingness to be delighted. Yeah. Whereas we were like looking at it as a science, maybe, and like looking <laughs> to make sense. A and maybe bit. we should have delighted in the nonsensical <laughs> nature of the show. Yeah, the yeah. expectations were uh it came in he came in, I think, with no expectations, whereas mm-hmm. like, you know, we all had high expectations for various reasons. Right. Well, because everyone said it was so good. Everyone right. said it was so good. And like, you know, Steve has seen other uh, Korean dramas. And I think that Kathy, you and I were just like hopeful that it would <laughs> be good. I really put my trust in the season one hosts who, <laughs> you know, they I don't remember who picked it. I mean, I would love to hear um, I would love to hear a defense of of Secret Garden because I know there are so many people who like love it so much and I, I even just want to understand why other people love it even if i acknowledge that you know i don't have the capacity to love it but that doesn't mean that it's like patently bad just because i don't like it you know right. what i mean but i'm like 
uh, even at my best, I'm like, I cannot, I can't say it. It's one of those, um, those magic eye. You guys remember those magic eye yeah. pictures? Yeah, I can never see that. It's shit. one of those, and I'm like, I just, I just simply can't see it. Me neither. Uh, it, maybe we ran into a case of like trying to find out the meaning behind like a sponge cake. It's just like, no, there is no deep meaning. You just you just gotta eat it and enjoy it. For but what I it don't is. think there's a deep. Like I'm not. My biggest grievance about this dang show is that there's a no secret garden and b the dad turns <laughs> into a witch and we never freaking learn anything about why he became a witch and is he really a witch or was that like a figment of their imagination? They you really know, dropped the ball on that part. They they, they really needed to like explain a little bit more. Like, why? and I feel like that's obvious. Like, I don't feel like I'm like expecting a lot with that. I'm like, the show is called Secret Garden, so mm-hmm. there ought to be a secret garden. And number two, if you're gonna introduce somebody as a witch that lives in the woods, we need to have a little bit of a payoff there. Mm, yeah, I, agree. I guess if I could hop on Steve, your metaphor, I feel like Secret Garden cake. is a sponge cake. That turns into a barn. That turns into something really boring, and then turns into like a muffin. You know, it's like it doesn't make sense, but like it's all fine, I guess, separately. So maybe, maybe we're being too hard on it, and maybe it was we should have enjoyed it as it is. I don't know. We can't go back in time. I won't rewatch it. I'm not Mr. Cooper. (laughs) Dad, please don't rewatch the show. And also, like, I, I think that like if we had. Maybe if we had done a sample, and I'm not suggesting that we do this, certainly. um, But if we had done a sample and watched like three different dramas that were Mm -hmm. made in the same year, then we could compare those. And maybe it's just like, you know, in this year, this was just kind of the style as Mm -hmm. opposed to like, you know, we're we're only sampling this one for me and Kathy, at least we're only sampling this one. Well, I mean, I'd argue that uh, even K-dramas that have been done years before Secret Garden uh, have a lot more like tighter writing and and characters that make more sense with each other. It's like, so I was like, that's why I was so disappointed. I was like, this is not, I would not recommend to to someone trying to get into K-dramas to watch this. I'd be like, there's so many better ones out there uh, before and after Secret Garden. Um, So. Yeah. Yeah. We hit a dud. Yeah. We hit a dud. Yeah. If I lived in a vacuum and I didn't, know anything about any other se- any other any other Korean <laughs> drama and I watched Secret Garden I would just be like I guess Korean dramas are just not for me like mm-hmm. I guess I just don't understand them yeah. yeah and I feel very sad if someone came to that conclusion yeah 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 Ugh, I don't know but I guess it, we're, we're still keeping in in pace with the the theme of last year the, the first season which is man I wouldn't want to watch something like this again <laughs> Well, someone who's been with us this whole time who has listened to us but not watched any of it. And I don't know. Are we are I wanna know. Marvin, are you gonna watch it or are are you done with it like we are? Hey guys, producer Marvin here. Um Oh sorry, I should introduce you. I think I'm good with <laughs> watching it through your eyes. Um You don't feel it, we are extremely biased. I just I can't watch it without your commentary now. So mm. I've already been tainted, you know. Mm. We ruined it for you. Yeah. No, you made it better, I think. Thank I think it's... so much. I it's think, very kind. <laughs> well, sorry, not sorry, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I would love like a live commentary as you're yeah. watching it. You oh can my play God. the podcast. Mm-hmm. It'd be kind of like it's a It's going to be longer style. than the episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
that would be that would be interesting. Maybe I don't know. A live watch. Yeah. But Marvin, what would you uh, on a scale of one to ten, if you had to rate Secret Garden from not watching it and just listening to us speak about it? What would you rate it? I'd say maybe like a six, like a below average passing grade. Like wow, we really did a lot to like beef it up for you, Marvin. Six. <laughs> what, what was it in your mind, Kim? Like a two. A two. Wow, that's actually pretty generous. Like double than what I thought. Yeah. See, what, what would you? What would you? What would you say? Me? Yeah. I, I, I'd give it in the in the scale of K dramas one to ten. I I'd give it a man. Oh man. Yeah, I think I give it a two actually. Wow. It's not the worst, but man. Which is the worst that you've seen? The worst? Mm, actually, you know what? I give it a one. I changed my mind. That's my <laughs> Wow. Okay. And Kathy, what would you rate it? I don't know. I it, It's been a while since we've seen it. So I don't know if like memory is fading, you know, how I felt about it. But mm-hmm. I thought it was like a five. A five. Wow. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna um uh, uh I, I'm gonna shift mine too. Two is too low because some of the actors' performances were so delightful. Mm-hmm. Um specifically the actor that played Oscar John Mayer mm-hmm. and the actor that played uh Park the Narc and Park the Narc's lackey, um, and Secretary Kim. Secretary Kim. Any like any like ancillary character really stole the show. <laughs> yeah. Um and so uh I guess like I don't know like I guess I to be fair like I did think that the acting was great. Like I felt I felt that Hyunbin's acting was great. Um Oh yeah. Like there was a lot of great comedic moments. Um I love um I feel bad I don't know what the Do you guys know what the actor's name that plays uh uh Grunge Princess is? I don't. Um, that's uh, what's her face? I gotta look it up. I forget. Hajiwan. Oh yeah, Hajiwan. Uh, she was also great. Like, I, so I felt like the acting was really great. It's just like the story was so boring. I was so bored. Bored. Yeah. You know so, what? I'm you gonna know, revise my score too. Then, in light of that, it's well. It's, it just feels uh, like we should do like two separate. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more purely in terms of the story and the plot and then the emotional arcs and stuff. But you're right. The, to, to be fair, the, the, I give the awards to the the ancillary characters and the performances and the actors themselves. Uh, no reward. No award for the writers. I'm sorry. It's just I don't know. It, I feel like the show almost kind of like. Uh, sh- uh, shined in spite of the writing yeah Mm, that's interesting yeah wouldn't it suck though to be the guy who plays champagne frank and like (laughs) you put your heart out into those two scenes and then you're never asked back and you're like oh it's because the audience didn't like me if they are indeed like frank you know frank don't think that champagne frank we loved you Champagne Frank. I gotta see. We gotta. We gotta give this guy his due. We gotta find out what the actor's name is that played Champagne Frank. Yeah. But yeah, I wonder. I wonder if they uh, film more with him and then they cut it. Because mm. it was so abrupt. Many... It was like there, there seemed to be some sort of backstory behind his reaction. I almost just tried to look up Champagne Frank. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know that would be a good he's such a good example of like for an actor a moment before you know Mm -hmm. because Mm. he comes in and he is mad you know and we do not know why but he knows why and that's all that matters yeah it was great i mean it's great uh preparedness great actor preparedness if you're in college right now for acting just take notes Guys, do we like this show now? Yes. <laughs> I feel like we're talking ourselves oh, into liking Kathy. it. You know what? You're right. This show is, is we don't like it for the show itself. We like it for the unintended uh, results mm-hmm. of things happening. This show I has think. an 8.2 on IMDb. And honestly, that's enormous. Like that's too high. Even with the acting, I think the most that I could give it, even with the acting is like a six. Mm. Well, Marvin, you were right then. If that's where so we're Marvin, you up. were right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvin's spot on. <laughs> Gosh, which episode was Champagne Franken? Ten. I think it was like fourteen. Fourteen. Marvin's always right. Yeah. You yeah. know what? I'm not gonna be able to figure this out. Some of these people don't have photos. <laughs> you know what it is, though. I think, <laughs> I think if we were watching this for fun in 2020, it'd probably be a lot lower, like just on our own. But because we're doing this stupid thing. I think it made it a lot more fun. Whoa, you know? tell us how you really feel, Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it also made us like pay attention in a way that I wouldn't if it was just for That's if true. I was just watching on my own. So then like when his sister disappears, I'm like, what the hell, <laughs> guys? Yeah. yeah, what happened to her? I probably would have watched this if I was without doing a podcast. I would have been like, oh, what? I would have been feeling confused and like, oh, whatever, mm-hmm. moving on. The, That's too true. many other things happening in this story. Because wow. wasn't the sister supposed to, like, weren't you shipping her with um, Hottie? Weren't that, yeah. wasn't that the thing? Yeah. Hell That's what the yeah. writers wanted you to think. And then they just, That's what I wanted to believe. Yeah. And instead, just, they bring in another A-list actor, actress, uh, Sonia oh, Jin. Yeah. Out of yeah. the blue. Why her? I don't know. I couldn't find Champagne Frank on IMDb. You guys. I don't even know <laughs> we'll if his name him. is. Well, his name's probably not Frank. It's not. It's not. <laughs> I want and it they be. don't have photos for a lot of them. Oh, I'm I'll find it. I'll using uh, American Google. I'll use Korean Google. Ooh. Is, oh, okay. Yeah, use yeah. Korean Google and type in Champagne. Yeah, Frank Korean Google is neighbor.com or Taom. I guess Taom is kind of like the Yahoo or Bing. I don't know which. Hmm. What's the number? Is two Bing still for? around? It is. Wow. Kathy is an avid Bing user. Kathy <laughs> <Debbie> loves Bing. <laughs> for some reason, it's a home screen on one of my browsers on my work computer. I don't uh, know why. You can't get rid of it. I mean, I probably could, but I don't care that much. Mm. Wow. I'll throw Bing a bone. Why not? Yeah, yeah. That's really generous of you. Thank you. Thank you. And that's how be Bing exists. My time. You don't really yes. care that much and enough to remove it. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Oh, man. Gosh. I just feel like in the time of a pandemic, and I know that's not, the writers could never have foreseen this, but in the time of pandemic, you can't just drop characters because then I get really worried for them. Oh, you know? Yes. Mm. Right, it's like, right. guys, yeah. don't do this to me. I mean, we're all very worried about everyone's well-being mm-hmm. in the show and outside the show, right? It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. we become maybe more sensitive, I suppose. And also there's like, I think there's less to distract us, right? Because I imagine, Steve, do, do these shows come out like weekly in Korea? 
Yeah, so something like something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so I imagine that like in um in a non-pandemic time where, you know, you're you're going you're going to work, you're leaving your home, um, you know, you're you're out with your friends and stuff like that. More more is happening in the week, so maybe you don't uh remember and have as much investment in the mm. smaller characters, right? Because there's more going on. Um Yeah. Almost as if the writers also forgot because they had so much going on in their own lives. I mean, honestly, that's somebody's job, though. To yeah. To <laughs> yeah. So, oh, God. my last question for y'all is, um, would you consider doing this again? Watching Secret Garden again, Marvin? Are you insane? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Big no. I'm not my dad. Sorry, dad. <laughs> Mr. Cooper's Dad, don't on board. watch it again. <laughs> Dad, don't watch it again. Well, now Vicky's got that paywall, so now you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. What's up, Vicky? Let's talk about that. Uh, I have a theory that um, because uh, so many people uh, who listen to our podcast, and we're so grateful for everybody who listens to the podcast, um, yes. that I, I was like, oh, is there maybe like a surge on Vicky of people watching Secret Garden, even a small surge? And they were like, oh, we got to put the paywall up. Yeah, because they did it on the last episode and they did it on like August 6th. I remember it wasn't the beginning of the month because we had seen episode 19 on like I had watched it on like August 1st or August 2nd. And then after that, August uh, episode 20 was behind a paywall. That's amazing that you remember the date. Wow. I remember because at first I was like, oh, that makes sense. Because like, you know how Netflix takes stuff down at the sure, end of the sure. month. Sure, yeah, sure. And yeah, like yeah. adds new things. Um, but no, you can't fool me. Okay? Mm, you no can't fool Kathy. Yeah. Vicky. Yeah. <laughs> Vicky just all of a sudden sounds like a person to be angry at. <laughs> Vicky. <laughs> Vicky is the name of my aunt, but she doesn't, she's not, she doesn't have anything to do with the, the, the streaming service. You sure? I don't know. Should I call her? <laughs> I think you, you should, should call her. It's like, call me I and talk you. to me if you want to pay me first. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Uh, uh. Yeah. Kim, well. speaking of, did did you do you feel like uh, uh, any more uh, Korean or you know, <laughs> did you get closer to the Korean culture or something through Secret Garden? Nay. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, uh, yes and no. Yes and yes and no. Um, it's interesting because I, I think there's like um, I've heard of other people uh, learning languages by like watching a lot of TV, and I just simply don't think that like I would ever uh, be able to do it. I just like it's just like so hard, and um, uh, I very much commend people who are able to watch TV, like like watch TV or read. Uh, books and things like that and like learn the language that way um i don't feel like i really uh like i would recognize like some words sometimes and sometimes i would um i would think i know a word or i would have learned a word like through duolingo or rosetta stone or one of these services and then the whatever word they're using is different um so it i i don't think that i'm any closer to knowing korean um, but I, I did, I did find it really meaningful to, um, to see Korean people, uh, on screen. I thought that was like really meaningful and like, like again, to get personal, like really helped me a lot with like, um, my own like Korean identity and like, uh, uh, 
acknowledgement of that and validity in that. And there were a lot of also cultural moments, such as we talked about with like um, when um, Blazers was out with uh, with Oscar's mom and like was like was like pour her a shot first and then take mm. a shot. But she would turn to the side to take the shot. Things like that. That's like I don't like. I haven't been to Korea yet, but uh, when I go to Korea, like, I don't know if it would be immediately apparent to me that, for example, that, like, you know, you should take something with two hands and, like, things like that. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of, like, small cultural nuances that I was able to pick up on from the show. Um, So in those ways, yes. Mm. And in other ways, no. I guess that's kind of really sums it up. It's like, uh, I feel a little bit... if someone was watching Korean dramas to like try to get to know Korean culture, I'd feel like you got to like take it with a grain of salt. It's like, yeah, some parts are kind of reflective of reality. And then other parts is like, uh, no, I let that go. You know, like I have a, uh, like my girlfriend's, um, friend, (laughs) I'm going to call him out. He's been watching a lot of K dramas lately. Right. Mm. So then you're like, now it's like, and this isn't just him. Like I've heard this so many times. Like, people who get into this stuff, sometimes they're like, no, like, I want, like, a Korean boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Or Korean girlfriend or whatever. It's Mm. like, "Mm, I can understand, but at the same time, take it with a grain of salt. That's what you see on the show is just kind of like a show, you know, and Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of got its good and bad in terms of how it starts to shape people's uh, conceptions of what things are like. Also, if you're like watching a TV show and you're like, I want to date that kind of person, I think you just want to <laughs> yeah. date a hot person. Yeah. Like, I don't think that has anything to do with the race. It's just like, oh, this show has a lot of hot people on it and I would like to date one of them. Yeah. 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 I, I think, unfortunately, like uh, a lot of people kind of can get sucked into that very uh, un- unwittingly. Sure. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like that's happening like a, a decent amount. Like in general, though, with like the popularization of uh, or the American recognition of uh, K-dramas and K-pop and like Korean culture in general that uh, I have at least on the Internet heard of more people um, uh, kind of fetishizing Korean people in that way, wanting specifically a Korean boyfriend or a Korean girlfriend who is like someone who is Mm. in a boy band or is in a. Uh, in a Korean drama. Yeah, yeah. And I just have to say to anybody listening, first of all, I'm not available. <laughs> and second of all, I'm obviously, uh, I, I I, don't think that I could match myself with anybody on a Korean drama. Mm. Who do you guys think that you would be? Kathy, what were you going to say? I was going to say, if I had to match you with anyone, I would match you with Oscar John Mayer 100%. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you so much. He is, I think, my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Is it because? Uh, is it because of my hair? Mm-hmm. I gosh, I wish I had hair as nice as him. It really watching the show. I was like, oh my gosh! Like everybody in Korea has like extremely nice hair, and it's like full, and it's like just like waves in the wind, like gorgeous. <laughs> Maybe the water in my apartment is bad. <laughs> it is in Los Angeles. It is some hard water. Okay. So that's what we can blame it on. Yeah, we won't blame it on that. any of my lack of skill. No, 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 no. You're perfect. So water. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I am Oscar John Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> I am my biggest anti-fan. 
I am. Oh, I mean, that's true. You can ask my therapist. I am my biggest anti-fan. Sharing a lot of personal information on this podcast. I mean, that's the thing, though. I think, aren't we all John Mayer, Oscar, to some extent? You know, it's like, I feel like there's like a universality to him. I feel like that that, uh, speaks to all of us. I really relate to Secretary Kim. Oh, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) Like shit-talking your boss uh, when you thought you hung up on him or her? (laughs) Yeah, I just he's like so anxious, and I'm I like so deeply resonate with that. Oh, like, yeah, <laughs> I see. Poor Secretary uh, Kim. Yeah, I, I'd say I I, re- I resonate with Bernie. I feel like I have a chip on my mm. shoulder. Ooh, deeply suspicious of authority, mm. um, and and kind of just like sometimes I let that cloud my judgment. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Marvin, not having watched it, do you have yeah. a character you? resonate with we can also give you one i have an idea but Ooh. i want to hear yours first i want to hear yours oh first. i'd love to hear gabby's <laughs> i haven't really thought about it to be honest mm. why not marvin <laughs> <laughs> um i have one for marvin <gasps> let me hear yours marvin is basically hottie watching from the shadows Ooh. You know, trying yeah. to do things when nobody's looking. Mm-hmm. That's hottie right there. That's true. And, well, there are, there are, as, we, as, as we've learned from Kathy, there are multiple hottie personas. Mm-hmm. Right. That's so. right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And Kathy, well, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Oh, my gosh. Had to say it one last time. Don't <laughs> want to get ahead time. of ourselves. Uh. Kathy, I'd love to hear who, who you think of when you think of Marvin. And then we can, then I'll, I'll lead us into a new segment. Well, I was going to say the manager, but now that Steve has said hottie, I, hottie is a much better answer. Mm. <laughs> Man, wait. Uh, oh, yeah. The manager. Right, right. Well, I mean, it, oh, in, 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 in uh, job description, sure. But I mean, I hope I hope Marvin isn't like pulling his hair, hair out no. at us. Like when he might be, for all we know, like when we well, were. Well, one time I did forget to record the <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Just throw myself under the bus here. That's that was his true. Management. I mean, I could be the witch because I drop in for one, one episode, <gasps> but I also, yes. it's, it's my fault this thing's happening. So, you know. Mm. Wow. Oh, How oh, is Marvin a witch? How is Marvin a witch? I think I would say, actually, um, I think I would identify myself as Champagne Frank because <laughs> I come in, I come in hot. And then you might never see me. <laughs> but like, I stay in your mind. Yeah, well, yeah. maybe not that part. I don't know. I, I couldn't. I, I mean, have to survey everyone you, you know, stayed in their minds for. I mean, y'all mm-hmm. did keep bringing up the witch, even though she only appeared for that one scene. Oh, my God. One where episode. did this damn witch, Go. like, truly haunts my dream. Yeah. My God. But I do want to lean us, uh, lean us, lead us mm-hmm. uh, uh, toward something that um, Kathy had been working very, very hard on. And truly, if I may say, doing the Lord's work here. Thank um, you so much. Kathy, uh, would you like to share about and the results of um, Hottie March Madness? <gasps> yes. Well, I, uh, I wish I had timed this better so that I had the winner, but we are down to the final two. Oh, so my God. Yeah. So basically, I had this stupid idea, um, this stupid, very inappropriate idea to take different screenshots of Hottie and make my like 200 Instagram followers vote on which one was hotter. <laughs> In a March Madness style tournament. Yes. We started with 16 hotties. We are now down to two. Ooh. 
And I will say the Western Conference of hotties was much stronger than the Eastern Conference. So we lost a lot of really good hotties um, in that first round. I mean, shower hottie went down really fast. Yeah. As wow. a medieval hottie, who I think is my favorite hottie. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, from that, the scene he was doing with Grunge Princess. Yeah. Uh, but the final two are uh, Rock Climb Hottie. Ooh, so good. Very good. Versus Fast and the Furious Hottie. Ooh. Which is just him in the car. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, but in the car, he looks very pensive. Yeah, he's like very, he, yeah, he looks irritated, you know, like maybe like thinking, thoughtful. Focused. So, yes, very focused. Mm. So it's we'll a showdown see. between those two. Mm-hmm. Man, that's interesting. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Huh. I can't wait to see who the 15 people who participate in the poll choose. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And one of them is me. Mm-hmm. I have to vote. Oh, my you, God. I need to, you simply have to. I need to get on social media more, man. Steve, if you don't <laughs> vote, your voice is not heard. No, Steve, you're you right. have to vote. Isn't that the theme for 2020? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. This is and how many people went down. Yeah, yeah, you need to get used to voting in smaller elections as well as the big elections, Steve. <laughs> yes. It's, it's all important. <laughs> nice plug. <laughs> and please, everybody, truly make sure that you're registered to vote. Just double yeah, yeah, check. Yeah. In mm-hmm. all seriousness, like, please vote. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> make sure you're registered to vote. There <laughs> might not ever be uh, a Korean drama podcast if, if you don't. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, I don't know. I, I guess... Thank I I I'd still at the end of the day want to uh, say I, I I appreciate the roller coaster ride and shit show that uh, Secret Garden was at times and and um, we got to you know talk about it people got to hear us talk about it thanks to everyone who was listening mm-hmm. for continuing to listen to this very moment following mm-hmm. us the whole way through you guys are the the true MVPs. Um, I don't know. Uh, any other final thoughts, Kim, Kathy, Marv? Um, well, I want to thank you three for putting up with Secret Garden for the last 20 weeks. (laughs) Um, this podcast is fun to do, but also, um, from the last two seasons that I've helped produce, um, very taxing emotionally on the hosts who have to sit through these um, old school K dramas. Um, I can't tell if that's part of the charm or if we should try something a little different next time and actually watch something good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yes, yeah. Marvin, to, to answer your question, I would do this again, but I think that I would need a li- at least a little bit more insurance in uh, <laughs> the quality of the show. I know. Yeah. I would say yeah. let's put it to a vote for our fans, but I feel like our fans want you to suffer so i don't know if that's yeah, the right way them. to do it i don't think that i want my dad to pick out which korean drama to no. watch next Although, he's gonna say you know, secret garden dad we're not gonna watch secret garden <laughs> no. again oh my gosh that would be pretty amazing though if uh <laughs> mr cooper had a had well a i mean i feel like there's definitely going to be a, a, a korean drama podcast season three Woo-hoo. um I'd love to do it with you all if you, if you are free, but at the same time, we might have a new team too. We never know. It's COVID never time. Know. Everything's up in the air. Y'all are, you know, super busy too. But um, I'm glad we were able to take this journey together through the secret garden that we never found in the show. <gasps> really secret garden. 
Good thing we found the Mystic Garden. Though. Yeah, good thing because that wasn't in the title, so I'm glad that was featured prominently. But they could have just called it the Mystic Garden. They could have. They could have done so many things. It's back to a two out of ten. Because <laughs> <laughs> the more we talk about it, the more it changes. Yeah. Yep, yep. And I think that that is uh, evidence that we all we all really picked up on the vibe of the Korean drama, though. You know, like they go hot and cold really fast, and mm-hmm. you know. But I'm saying it's, for you, Kim and Kathy, especially, ugh, try to erase this from your memory. This is Korean dramas are way better than this. I have to. I just one final rebuttal. It's they're, they're so much better than this, especially these days. You know, the stuff that's on Netflix. Great productions. Great writing. Ah, oh, don't give up. Steve, I feel like you're my Korean dad right now. Like, extremely, like, just screaming at me about this thing. Sorry. That was my final audio peaking <laughs> of the season. Uh, All right. Well, well, Steve, do you want to close this out for one last time? One oh, last man, time. One last time. One last time. Play that, oh, play that song for us one last time. Hit it. You know how well, it goes. Again, thank you all to the listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, for as long as you have <laughs> hearing us rant for the most part um, who knows what's in store for season 3 uh, stick around you'll find out thanks to producer Marv thanks to Kim and Kathy as well thanks to Will Choi, Joanna and Phil Yu um, and uh, thanks to uh, Korea number one number one Korea number, number one. one and thanks to number Steve and thanks, and thanks to, Steve. to Steve yes <laughs> Signing out. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Korean Drama Podcast. Our producer is Marvin Yue. And our executive producers are Will Choi, Bill Yu, and Joanna Lee. Follow the Korean Drama Podcast on Twitter at Korean Drama Pod. And if you haven't, give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. The Korean Drama Podcast is part of the Potluck Podcast Collective a collective of Asian-American hosted podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from the Asian diaspora. Learn more about Potluck and our fellow Potluck podcasts at podcastpotluck.com. Hey, Brian. Did you go to Saturday school as a kid? I sure did. Did you? Totally. Well, at our podcast, Saturday School, we don't teach a language, but we pass along the culture that we do know. And that's Asian American pop culture. Ada's a journalist, and I'm a professor and film festival programmer. We've watched a lot of great Asian American movies, and we want you to watch them too. Come listen to us as we look back at the pioneering films that have led us to today. 